All right, y'all, what's going on? It's your man, Gerard Kenan. Thank you for checking out my podcast. This is supposed to be a different podcast. And I'm being funny because I, I think this worked itself out. Praise God. Um, this is episode 30, and I'm calling it 30 and Up, featuring Pack the Innovator. What's going on, man? What's up, man? What's going on? Doesn't matter. All right, so let's let's backtrack here because I, I guess I kind of, this is kind of, I kind of introduce him like, oh, this is just like a regular person. This is not a regular person. I've been, he's actually like a best friend of mine. One of like the few real closest friends, close friends that I actually have now. People, they know stuff about me, but like he was there doing like a lot of stuff. Like when I was married, when I got divorced, all the stuff like that transpired while living in Kentucky. And I've known him since... 2006 through a mutual friend of ours uh tony dabney i met tony first and then i met d'angelo i think that's how that went and what happened was i heard a song with you and tony called what was undefeated right Mm -hmm. and it was was it his song or your song Oh, that was my song. That oh. was from an EP uh-huh. I done back in 2006. And I remember, I just remember, man, I got to try to find it somewhere. All I remember is, man, I'm undefeated. And then it's kind of like pass every test something. Oh, man, I'm trying to remember it. But, uh, yeah, yo. So, anyways, what 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 grabbed my attention with, with Pac was that he he did a Michael Jack Michael Jackson reference to, uh, uh, for for the song Beat It, and I was just dying laughing. And I thought, but it was dope. And I was like, who is this dude? I want to meet this guy. And then one day we just met, and I don't remember anything. Else. We've been cool since then. We've been music partners. Um, we're still active music partners. Um, as far as like working on stuff, working together with stuff. Um, since I moved here to Texas we really haven't been going out ministering together like we used to like whenever i do go up that way back up north um i will occasionally like we'll occasionally like you know go out and minister and stuff like that but uh yeah man man um tell i don't know where to start man i'm actually really excited no for real i'm really excited about you being on here pack like i really am so let's uh let's start off with this let's start off with this um the name pack the innovator what, what is that for anybody that's listening can, can, tell the listeners like what what does it mean why do you call yourself pack the innovator well first off you gave away my secret identity man you called me d'angelo when? only a few uh, at the thing at the beginning man only oh, a man. few people i can i hey, can edit that I can edit that. Nah, hey, hey. This supposed, <laughs> I'm supposed to be like Batman. People supposed to just know me as Pat. What and you, I, you giving that you giving that the government names and wait, you I said, said it. To Chuck, you, you you giving out government names <laughs> and then you said Kentucky. So they trying to figure out who this black version of Batman is that goes oh, by hey. Pat instead. They go Google D'Angelo's in Kentucky, and they go be like, oh, "Okay, I see this black guy. He's got a blue shirt on on his Facebook profile. That's that Pat guy. That's the Batman version of him. Let's what? go get him." So, <laughs> did I say your? I don't. Uh, did I say your first name? Not nah, do what now? Did I actually say your first name? Man, that ain't no big deal. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like, did I? I'm like, I was trying to be mindful. I guess it's just, no, nah, but yeah, tell nah, us, tell it, us, okay. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, 
Nah, we we cool, man. Um, Pack. Um, Pack is actually my nickname mm-hmm. that was given to me by my cousin that used to babysit me when I was a baby, mm-hmm. because I used to eat a whole bunch when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. I was actually. I think when I was born, I think I was a big baby, too. Mm. So, me eating a lot from being a baby and Pac-Man being out during the 80s, a popular arcade game, my babysitter, which was my cousin Debbie, she started calling me Pac. Wow. So, and then when I was, like, as a teenager, I did, like, I did some little rap music, nothing serious. I did rap music. Of course, it was secular. I was talking about, you know, craziness. Then, you know, well, to backtrack, I was going by the name of Gold, G-O-L-D. Really? Because that was like doing, yeah, that was like doing the cash money era, no limit era. So I was just like, I'm going to call myself gold. Hee, hee, hee. Be cool. And, you know, that was stupid. But anyway. Mm. I didn't even I know got that. Sa- yeah. I got saved. And uh, I was kind of still going by that name. But I was doing Christian rap. And my dad, we just kind of got to talking one day. I was 17 at the time. Mm. A new convert in Christ. He was just like, why do you want to go by that name? You know, one, that's a worldly name. He was like, if you're going to have some type of name, have a name that that's identical to who you are, that basically is like a part of your DNA. Right, right. Okay. And he was just like, don't try to be like the world and this and that. And I, and I even had this little so-called... Uh, record label quote unquote with a eight, well with a four track recording <laughs> wow. and I was going by I was going by Southside Record <laughs> and back back then it was gang stuff going on and he's like you got the whole Southside Record thing and it was just like maybe you should just change all that mm. and so I was just like okay I'm gonna change the name and um I was like, who am I? I was like, man, people call me Pac anyway. So why not just go by Pac Baby? Hmm. And so from 2017 to 2000, not 2017, excuse me, 2002. Wow. From two, yeah, from 2013-11 years, I was going by. Pack baby, mm. and which is P A C B A B Y, and people still was calling me Pop Baby because of yeah, Tupac. Yeah, yeah. But, but nah, it was it was Pack Baby, like as in Pac Man. Right, right. And so in 2013, people still call me Pack Baby, and I kind of noticed people was kind of snickering a little bit, like, laughing, like, when they would say the name Pac Baby, ha, ha, ha. Mm -hmm. But the local people, they knew me as Pac Baby for the longest time, so they would still call me that. Right, so they didn't think nothing about it. 
Huh? I said, yeah. so they, they ain't think nothing about it. It was just a term of endearment. It was your nickname. So they was like, oh, that's Pat Baby. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he, he went by that for so long. But then, you know, I go do shows somewhere else out of town. People be like, yo, what's your name? Pat Baby. Pat Baby. <laughs> he, he, he. Are you, are you serious? Uh, yeah. Oh, my bad. I just thought that was funny. But yeah. Your name wow. is Pat Baby. So people just kind of snicker. And I just kind of got to thinking. I'm back to be 30 something. Mm-hmm. I'm not a baby no more. Wow. Yeah. And, but anyway, I was thinking that. And this guy, he actually lives in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He's an artist named Regal. Yeah. You should check his music out. He just out of the blue one day, like, I don't talk to this dude like that. Like, we kind of interact on Facebook every now and then. Mm-hmm. He just out of the blue, like, gave me a prophetic word, like, God said he's going to change the name. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. You know, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And just, well, I'm going to kind of just say something right here. I believe in prophetic words and the gift of prophecy, mm-hmm. but you know, not no foolishness, not no slapping people and they falling down and all that stuff <laughs> like that and hitting people with coats. You, 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 some stuff is just foolishness, Yeah, but you know, some stuff is, you know, of God, but you know, there are many, you know, there are spiritual gifts, but there are different operations of them. Right. But anyway, I said all that hey, I believe in spiritual gifts and I believe in words of God as long as it lines up with the Bible right. as long as it lines up with God and you know, scripture says that, you know, God, you know, and Jesus, you know, they're one mm-hmm. and then in the beginning of John it says Jesus is the word. Right. So God's unadulterated word, which is propheticness. I mean, when it goes to propheticness, mm-hmm. it all should line up with each other. Right, right. So, yeah, this, this dude gave me a prophetic word. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. It was like interest, I was like, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to test the spirit behind this. And so how I tested the spirit behind it was I just kind of put the word on the shelf and just you know, waited for it to come to pass. And one day I was like, God, if this is really you, why don't you just give me a name? Mm-hmm. And one day I was watching some commercial and it was, a dog was in the commercial. Mm. And I think they was making fun of the dog and the dude was kind of like, relax doggy, something like that. You're innovative. Mm. And it's just, Innovator just kind of stuck with me because the way that me and Gerard Kenneth, which is you, of course, Gerard, the way we do <laughs> the way we do music, we're always trying to do something different. We're always trying to come up with our own stuff. Sometimes we do what other people are doing very literally at times, but a lot of times. We like to just come up with our own way of doing stuff. And growing up, I'm, I, you know, 
part of that, you know, I was an outcast growing up and got picked on by my own cousins and everything like that. My own cousins jumped me one time wow. when I was a kid. That's funny. But anyway, um, I always been the kind of left field guy. Mm-hmm. What I mean is I was always the outcast kid and and besides that, I just had a desire just to always do something different and to not be like everybody else. Because my dad, he's that same type of way. He doesn't like to do what everybody else is doing. And, I, and you know, my parents, they're still married. So growing up in the house with my mom and dad, especially my dad, he always put it in me to always try to be different. And with you being yourself and you being different, God can use you to your full capacity. Mm-hmm. When you try to be like everybody else, you're limiting God. So anyway, innovative, that kind of stuff with me. I'm like, man, I'm always trying to do something different. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to like come up with my own way of doing things. So I prayed about it, and now I'm, I'm packed the innovator, and not Pat Baby anymore because Pat Baby is, you know, that's the old name. That's the younger Pack, and mm-hmm. I'm accepting my innovativeness, which I don't think that's a word, but I'm accepting that I always try to think outside of the box. I always try to think of stuff that nobody's doing or think of stuff somebody used to do a long time ago but I always try to bring it back mm-hmm. and which is funny is me and Gerard we've done music back in like 2008 Gerard created beats for me and I rapped over those beats and you know some people would get into them but some people would be like I can't get into that that's just too different but Years later, years later, the mainstream mainstream arena is doing it, and yep. like it's it was tired in this time. <laughs> yeah, we, I I guess it's safe to say that we it's it's interesting when you when um we hear artists like that like back during the seventies and eighties these people even people even said that about uh, uh Pharrell they said these people were ahead of their time. And it's almost like, like if we were to, if we listen to the, their old music now, it's like, wow, this stuff still bangs right now. It's like, cause it caught up, like the people caught up. He was already yeah. ahead. These artists were already ahead of their time, but the people caught up. And I think, um, and I think what's actually sad, it just depends on the people you're around who actually mm-hmm. like encourage you, feed into you. I mean, for, for the most part, I hate to say it, it's almost like. All we had was each other. Like it was me, you, MK, right? Uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know. Yeah. Um, um, who else? Tony. Who? Yeah, Tony. Yeah. Yeah, and that that was it. Like that's all we yeah. as a as a if we were to call ourselves a quote unquote clique, we weren't really a clique. But if we like that was our core when it came to music. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we had other people we worked with outside of our core, but that was our core. And it was, for the most part, that was all we had. Outside of that, we had, like, you know, as far as discipleship and stuff like that. It was almost 
and it, I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes it almost felt like we were discipling each other. It was, now that I think about it, I mean, we had our own churches that we attended, and then you and I, we went to the same church at one point. Mm-hmm. But it's like, the, the, the places that we went to, they fed us with the word, but when it came to like art and creativity, we didn't have too many people that actually really supported because it was that different. Even, of course, yeah. sonic-wise, it was different. The stuff that we were talking about was so taboo because it's like, mm-hmm. why Why should you talk about this? And it's like, well, if you actually read Scripture, some of the stuff that we mention, yeah. Scripture mentions it. Like, people dealing with suicide yeah. and stuff like that. There was a there was a, uh, a man, uh, he was like a demoniac. He was pretty much slowly killing himself, cutting himself, mm-hmm. right? And wanted to be delivered, yeah. you know? You mm-hmm. had people commit yeah. suicide in the Bible. You had people get raped, right? You had people, all these different crazy things transpired in the you, Bible. You know what? What's that? You just kind of you just kind of struck something there. Like, when you hear the story about the uh, the guy demon possessed cutting himself, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, of course, you know the Bible says you know the demons was causing that. So let me put this thought out there. Okay. For the people that's cutting themselves, maybe it's something spiritual going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe if if you're dealing with harming yourself and cutting yourself, and you believe in God, won't you just pray about that and see if there's something spiritual going on? Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that right there. Yeah, because you know some things is mental illness. Some things ain't. So. Yeah, I would say, no, and, and, and I agree with you. I was gonna say, because um, what I've been, what I've been realizing lately, especially like in the different relationships I've been in, certain things transpire and there's a door. So this is a spiritual door, but certain certain things happen physically to where it created a door for spirits mm-hmm. to come in. So yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you. Now. So, I'm, I'm sorry, so I just kind of want to, I'm just going to leave it there for if you deal with harming yourself, whoever's listening to this, I just want to leave that out there. I ain't going to go too deep in it. Somebody might be like, well, why not? Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to give people a little something to think about. Right. You can't always give people a full course meal. You just got to give them a little bit to think about. Right. And you get to thinking about that maybe you should evaluate your life in some shape form or fashion and I'm not saying that in some type of condemning way Mm -hmm. but think about that but anyway what was you saying you was talking about the type of content oh yeah yeah just the type of yeah it was it was just really taboo so to speak or it's kind of like they they expected us to just like preach basically preach the word and it's like no people are dealing with stuff we're dealing with our own yeah. stuff and we talk about it through music it's it's an art but like like the stuff that like i guess it's because like people that i mean you know i'm not from kentucky I, i've been i lived in kentucky since 2004 after i got out right but it was like mm-hmm. people but where we were at people were so accustomed to us that the, yeah. I, I would argue and say and this is not me trying to sound prideful and his own thing. Mm-hmm. So you you let me know if I'm being prideful, but I felt like they didn't realize what they had in front of them. Yeah, I, I don't think you you know your heart doesn't mean you know because I know your heart. You mm-hmm. don't mean it as prideful. It's just 
people don't realize that kind of like you were saying they was looking for basically baby food music like Jesus is good get saved get off the street yeah okay you know that's good but people dealing with other real life stuff yeah that that ain't everybody's message Mm -hmm. if everybody let, let me say this if everybody, every Sunday, Wednesday, or whatever day you have church, mm-hmm. preach the same message every single time, how will the other people get get delivered from stuff? Right. How will the other people get set free from, from some things? You know, you got to think about that. Right. So just the type of content, you know, we was like, talking about in our music, we dealt with that. And I'm going to tell you this story, too. This happened back in 2005. Well, yeah, it was a year, like, actually, like, I started going by the name Pac Baby, like, in 2002. But I just kind of didn't really take Christian rap seriously. But K-Drama... When I was going on sites and Christian rap sites, mm. I heard a K drama. I saw his artwork, and I'm like, "Hey, he inspires me to do music." And so I just started writing my little Christian raps and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, I started talking to this dude. His name is Sean, and I told him I rapped. He was working at a video store, and I was getting movies and stuff out of the video store. And I told him I rapped, and he's like, oh, cool, man. And he called me one day. He's like, hey, man, he's a big dude, too. Hey, man, you want to do a show, man? I was like, I ain't never done a show, but I guess I got some raps to say. And I done the show, and they had these little speakers, and I think they plugged the microphone up to a tape player or something like that. But doing that um, show... I met this artist. He doesn't do music anymore. His name is Jake Flynn. Oh, man. He stopped, so, stopped? Huh? He stopped, stopped? I, uh, I think so. Man. But anyway, Jake Flynn, like, he gave me the opportunity to start doing music seriously. And that's when I actually recorded my first uh, EP with him back in 2004. Okay, fast forward to the point I was getting to. 2005, uh, about a year after I got serious and started doing Christian rap, like, legitimately, I was at this show. And so, back then, you know, uh, I'm just gonna be real. I was dealing with pornography. Mm -hmm. And God helped me to get over that. Mm. And so, a way for me to get over that was I started fasting and praying. And I started, the you know, scripture talks about meditating on the word and renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. So, I will always say stuff in my mind. Don't watch pornography. Quit watching it. Mm-hmm. Stuff along those lines. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I wrote this. Well, I didn't write the song yet. But anyway... I was doing, uh, well, I was at work one day and I had this pretty big show coming up. And God was like, I want you to give your testimony of how I set you free of pornography. Mm-hmm. I was nervous. 
And, you know, I done my set at that show as I was giving my testimony. I was probably like three minutes in. Mm-hmm. The host came up and cut me off and what? saying, thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad God delivered you from that. Now, now give him a hand. Now, on to the next artist. Wow. So, yeah. She cut me off. She And she lied to me and said, well, what it was is we had so much going on and there's other artists that's supposed to do things. So, you just kind of going over your time. Mm-hmm. So, we just... You know, we we were just trying to get you out of it. Oh, okay, I understand. But Jake, he went and told me like afterwards. He said the lady came up to him and said, "Well, it's just a you know." I wasn't going deep into it. I was talking about it, but the lady was just like, "Well, you was just basically uh, how can I say it?" Um. Uh, talking about it too much in the sense. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I, I, if, if, what, yeah. it, what it sounds like is like so it makes somebody feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and it probably caused, and, and it probably, and somebody was probably actively dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I was, I would argue and say that, you know, stuff like that irritates spirits. It irritates demons yeah. and whatnot. So if that if these people are like wrestling with that and then they're not repenting for it, then it's gonna irritate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's dealing with True. them. So yeah, man. Well anyway, yeah, the the lady cut me short. Mm. She's basically saying that I was talking too much about it. And to keep in mind, just to clarify, I wasn't going into no deep detail. I wasn't talking about what dudes and women were doing. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't talking about no nasty stuff. I was just talking about how, I was just saying how God delivered me and everything like that. And I'm nervous to give his testimony. And I got cut off. But I said all that to say is, you know, dealing with real life topics, a lot of people don't want to hear that. They don't. They just, you know, a lot of people want to be comfortable in their stuff. Let's just be honest. In their sin, mm-hmm. and if it's not sin, it's just they don't want to be challenged. Right. You, a lot of, especially nowadays, you know, music is getting a, a really transparent, but a lot of people, they still, you know, want a comfortable Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they want the blessings of God they want to be saved and go to heaven, mm-hmm. but they don't want to grow and mature. They just want to be comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, God and- doesn't call us to that. You know what I'm saying? He wants us to yeah. grow. He wants us to mature. That's in the Bible. That's all he all, that's all he wanted from Israel. That's all he wanted from his church is for us to to grow up. It, it says in scripture yeah. in uh what well, Ephesians 5 that Christ he desires that his bride, the church, be without spot or wrinkle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because he's the one that's that's going to, you know what I'm saying, like watch us with the word. He wants us to grow up. And um, matter of fact, mm-hmm. I was going to wait to the end, but I'm going to mention the scripture because I, I was thinking about it while we were talking. And it's uh, 1 mm-hmm. Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11 through 13. And this is an amplified version. And it says, when yeah. I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. 
When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For, uh, for now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then in a time of perfection comes, uh, when the time of perfection comes, we see the reality face to face. Now I know in part just fragments, but then I will know fully just as I have been fully known by God. And now, <clears throat> and now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation of internal salvation, love, unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choice, the choices, graces are the greatest of these, but the greatest of these are love. So basically, but overall, the thing that stuck out most was, because I was thinking about it when I was a child, I spoke as a child, like our mindset, our mindset was different, right? The way that we looked at music was different. The way that we examine our lives were different you got people that, that may have been church may have been in church all their lives but they're not growing right they're deliberately not wanting to grow you can have a man of god give them the word give them the milk then turn around and give them meat and then they still not grow right mm -hmm. so you got that yeah, but then you true. got people that's just like they don't want food they just want entertainment i just want candy you know what i'm saying and they just want to be fed candy and that candy will it's, it'll be detrimental to their body and to their health. Yeah, that's that's, that's real. Yeah, yeah they just they, my my pastor preached on that about a month ago. Word. He said something like he said something like along the lines is, you know, when he gets a little real, he says people say you know, Amen, pastor, and mm -hmm. this and that. But, you know, they say to themselves, I'm not going to do that, though. I'm not going to change, not, though. Right, right. Let me ask you I a mean, question. We, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Nuh-uh, I'm not nah, going to forget. Nah, 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 go ahead. So, I'm cool. That was it. Okay. So, Pat, out of the, man, I've known you for, like, almost. 13 almost 14 years almost 14 mm -hmm. years it'll be sometime in in the summer i, I would I'll, I'll be knowing you for 14 years so yeah out of all the music you've done up to now and he he's uh can i can i i can edit this if you don't want me to uh can i let him know that you do have a project coming out some sometime mm -hmm. soon okay so uh pack does have a project coming out real soon um he's already he has a single coming out and uh, actually, real quick, just tell them about that before I ask you the next question. Uh, I'm not gonna tell them about the single. Y'all just gonna have y'all just gonna have to wait you about to... the single. Yeah, I, I mean, ain't, you ain't gonna even tell them the, I... you ain't gonna even tell them what the name of the song is. Nope. What? Y'all just gonna have y'all just gonna have to wait. <laughs> okay. So, but man, because this is gonna segue into what I was saying. But out of all the songs that you've created over the years which song for you or maybe songs outside the current your current project that, that you're about to release which song or songs stuck out the most to you and your growth from being what well, start uh being uh being packed baby and then being packed the innovator which song or songs in between that time stuck out the most for you as far as you being Truthful, transparent, and 
talking about like real life situations, which, which song or songs like stuck out the most for you? As far, far as your own music. Hmm. Yeah. Or so just, or just in general, or just, or just like far as like you examining your growth from being packed baby to being packed the innovator. Let's say it like that. Like, which song stands out for you the most? That would kind of like, kind of like say, yeah, that's this is me, or this is, or that's where my head was at, or that what I wrote really impacted me and encouraged. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how like Stripper says you encourage yourself. So this song may be for somebody else, but it actually like challenged you as well. D- does that make any sense? Yeah, I know. What you're okay. Uh. Hmm. Uh, I don't really have a specific one mm. because there's times like I seldom listen to my old music. Mm. Uh, you know, because we are we are our own worst critic. Okay. So I seldom listen to my old stuff when I do. Uh sometimes I'll listen to like my older stuff and and then I it just be like a line or two. It'll just really hit me. Like mm. dang, I said that and it it'll really encourage me or or it'll really minister to me. Mm-hmm. The one I can kind of think of off the top of my head is Move. Wow. Oh. You know, oh, yeah. I refuse to be. Oh, I'm trying to remember the song. Oh, I remember. I, I, I hear the beat in my head. Everybody move out. Everybody move out my way. I forgot the worst known song, but basically that song was talking about moving in God and not being comfortable. Right. I remember the chorus a little bit. I, don't, I remember you said, I refuse to be... I refuse to be another one-hit one wonder. wonder. Yeah. I, I refuse to let my ministry sleep in slumber. slumber. Yo, his grace is sufficient. I'm called to a call for a purpose. A purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to step out on faith even when I'm nervous. Yep. Another one-hit wonder is you know, that don't mean nothing, but everything else is just kind of like, you just got to keep moving. You can't be stagnant. And, you know, sometimes we go through seasons to where it's a stagnant season. We want to move, but God wants to keep us there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's, time when, there's times when God wants us to move, but we're stagnant. Like, I, I'm going to just be real transparent with y'all. Back in 2000. 16, late 2016 mm-hmm. to 2018. Like from a one and a half year period, like beginning of 2018 to late 2016, I dealt with a lot of depression. Mm. Like I'm not going to say no names. You know, if you hear this, whoever you are, and you be like, well, that's me, I mean, the shoe fits you. I mean, you can call me, we can talk about it, but the shoe fits you, I ain't going to say your name. But there was this artist that 
I felt like I gave a lot of time and energy to like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I hope I hope I don't say he or she, you know, by mistake. But I gave this artist a lot of my time and a lot of passion mm-hmm. and trying to help them out. Told them a lot of my tricks and critique them on their music, what they should do better, and they would listen. But yet, this artist was trying to build their own kingdom and basically this artist, when this artist started to do real good, he didn't take me along for the ride. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to be, to basically stay in the background mm-hmm. and support him. But yet, when I wanted the support, he didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, when he started yeah, I done slipped up and said he. <laughs> anyway, we gonna roll with it. He don't don't edit it. Let's, okay. let's be um let's be let's be right now. You know I got a petty sign. <laughs> I know. You know if I would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know if I, if I wasn't saved, I called the name out. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this person, he wasn't. Um, he started to do shows. Yet, you know, he wasn't taking me along for the ride with him. But yet. When I would get opportunities and shows, it. we did it. Yeah, I would take him along. Mm-hmm. I would try to, you know, help him because I believe if a person is truly your friend, you, you can't help your friends out every time. Yeah, that's times that you can't do it. Yeah, of course. And but, you know, I kind of learned the lesson to try to take your friends along for the ride with you and try to give them as much spotlight as you can. But I tried, you know, I would take him for the, along for the ride with me. Mm-hmm. But yet, when it, you know, when it was time to return the favor, you know, he didn't help me. Mm-hmm. And there was like months where he didn't talk to me anymore. We, we was boys. He really didn't talk to me anymore. But yet, he wanted me to help him build his little kingdom. But you know, he didn't help me out. And so that drove me into a uh, depression in the sense to where I didn't want to do music anymore. Hmm. And plus, I- I'm going to just be real too. I-, I don't care if you get mad or not. You know, if any artist is up here in this Kentucky area or this Indiana area that hmm. lives here, if you hear this, oh well. You know, a lot of the artists is up this way they're clickish. They want you to support them, but yet when you have events, they don't want to support you. They don't want to support you. I think that's yeah. any. That's I think that's I think that's anywhere for the most part. Where I, I mean, yeah. I dealt I dealt with. I mean, I saw stuff like that here in Kentucky. I mean, here in Kentucky, here in Texas as well. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like people are people, and I guess it's like whatever it is about the people that are around that they like or they're just comfortable around them than it is what it is or I'm with this group and I'm doing more things with them so I'm just gonna set you aside and you know I mean like I've seen yeah. stuff like that here I kind of 
kind of experienced that here, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Just being different, it's kind of like, that's why I just, like, at least here, I kind of, like, stayed to myself. I would speak to people, like, yo, what's up, hey, da 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 And I was cool with people, but at the end of the day, I really stayed to myself. I went, I would go home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I get that. You got people that like that. Some people, they actually have genuine love for you. So, but y'all just don't do mm-hmm. the same thing or you don't have the same belief system. So, that's one thing. But I, I guess it's different yeah. when it's dealing with a, with, a, with a Christian environment. And it's like, we shouldn't yeah. really be like that. Not for real. Because I don't think we were like that. We embrace like, anybody that wanted to be with us, we embraced them. Yeah, you know plus, we, look, look, as a side note, we prayed about it too, people. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, we didn't just take everybody along for the ride. Oh, yeah, There's of course. some people we took, yeah. But, you know, it's just like in this area, it was bad to like, when I was going to all these shows, because I believe in supporting local talent, supporting artists, especially if they trying to do something positive mm-hmm. in your area, support them. I was doing that. Okay, when I have shows, they wouldn't come. Or when I wanted them to try to do something with me, they wouldn't accept it. And I'm going to tell you this messed up uh, situation that happened. I was in a song with this one guy. Mm -hmm. Me this one dude, we're still pretty cool. I can tell you his name just for the simple fact is, if I tell you this dude's name, and you gonna be like, oh, so this dude was in the label with this dude, and this dude, this dude, you gonna start narrowing down, and <laughs> like, oh, so it must have been so and so, you know? You talking like to you talking to me? You talking to me, or you talking to the people that listening? I'm talking to people that listening. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I ain't gonna tell y'all. But anyway, I done a song with this dude, and there was this pretty big event, and the guy was like, hey. This song that we've done is dope. Mm-hmm. I want to do it at this big event. I'm like, okay, cool. That's what's up. And so one of the artists is there, which was his boy. When I go there, like backstage with everybody with all the bands, because it was like that big of event, like wow. different Christian bands and Christian rappers. It was like a backstage area to where they was feeding the artists all the food they wanted to eat and everything. It, wow. it was a good deal. Wow. But anyway, one of the boys on his label, he did not talk to me because he felt like I shouldn't have been there because I wasn't in that clique. And he was just like, basically this dude's attitude is, not the dude I've done the song with, but this dude's attitude was towards me was like, I'm not gonna say too much to like the dude wouldn't really really would not look at me. Wow. So he's like, man, I'm not gonna talk to you because this is our opportunity. You don't deserve to be here. Why, why so would he, but why would he even think that? Why would he think that you don't deserve to be? That's just pride. Yeah. 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 And I didn't roll with that circle. But anyway. Dealing with all that and dealing with the person, the artist I helped, and the lack of support from other artists, I was like, man, screw music. Mm-hmm. And so, you talk about writing music, man, it was hard to write. Mm-hmm. It was writer's block because I was so down and so depressed. Mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't write. 
And plus, back in that day, I got laid off from a good job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're a man trying to do the right thing and you have a good job and they laid you off, that's going to throw you in depression too. Yeah. But you might say, well, God provides and trust in God. Yeah, that's true. But you still human and you still got feelings. Right. But of back then, you know, I, I placed my identity in that job too. And I used to say a little split stuff like, I hope I get laid off. I'm going to draw unemployment. I used to say stupid stuff like that. But when I got laid off, man, I, I was depressed. <laughs> but anyway, all that happened. I gained weight and I was so depressed. But kind of like what helped me get through that was, you know, God was tugging at my heart to keep going and to keep doing music. And I started getting all these deals like on beats, like expensive recording equipment. I got it like a dirt cheap. It was just God. And it's like God was just encouraging me to keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so with this new project that's coming out and that's done and that's going to be pushed out, a lot of what I went through, the songs are birthed from that experience. And to like tie it in with the song Move, you know, that kind of struck me one day because God was dealing with me about just keep going and keep pushing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what's up, yeah. man. That's what's up. Yeah. So, man, it's it's. Let me see, cause I said I said I said it now. Okay, we got a few more minutes. <laughs> hey, hey I, I don't care, man. I'm in good mood, so okay. I'm gonna go a little bit over. Okay, yeah, care. yeah. All right, cool. So, um, man, bro, like, far as. Because, because remember, the, the, this this episode is called Thirty and Up. The reason why I call it Thirty and Up, because um, one I thought about Show Baraka. He has a song called Thirty and Up, and it's talking about how like we're older mm-hmm. now. It was talking about like rena- relational things, but we're older now. We're more mature now. Our mindsets should be different in certain mm-hmm. aspects. You know what I'm saying? Because we can learn stuff at a younger age, but then it don't really like click with us until we're older or whatever. But uh, the way we view our lives the way we have, have our relationship with Christ we should be growing um, just our day to day lives for the most part we should be growing maturing and stuff should be like I'm, I'm just looking at myself when I'm saying that should be so you know but I want to say music wise and just me knowing you personally I think like and this is not saying like well it is kind of like because you're my best friend because I know you for like so long but um, you in comparison to other people that I've seen or just know per- or just know or met while I was in, in, in Kentucky and then moving here to Texas like you and like a few other people that I know like are like really mature especially in the faith right because there's mm-hmm. people I came across that have been in church longer than us they ain't growing they ain't trying to understand nothing from an artist perspective, you got people they just they just want to be cool, but they're not giving you any substance to help you to help you grow. One one thing that I thought about, I still think about it. Um, who somebody said it to us? I don't know where we were at, but somebody told you, myself, and MK, 
I want to I want to say we were in Tennessee when this happened. It was either in Tennessee. Yeah, it was in Tennessee. Uh, we had, we were rapping, and then like when the worship came up, all the dudes that were rapping left. They didn't want to worship. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? I remember that event. Yeah. That was the city Texas Nashville event. Yeah. And somebody, but I think it was either at that event or at a different event. But I remember at that particular event, all the dudes that were all the dudes that were doing Christian hip hop, when they came to just just worshiping in the sense of like worship music worshiping, like they literally walked off like it was a slow song, like being at a club and they just play slow jams. You're like, okay, I'm out. It's like what? Y'all say y'all really ain't gonna yeah. worship God. So it was kind of like showing showing the people that were looking, it was showing them where their heart was at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what and then that other was thing. 2012. Was that really? That was 2012. Yeah, 2000. I don't remember that. Oh, 2012. Man. It was at the City Takers event, City Takers Nashville event. Uh, Scott Free. Yeah. And uh, tr- uh, Trade the Truth. No. I ain't gonna say trade the truth to go get. I'm gonna get the line. I ain't trade the truth for secular rappers. I don't even I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I, okay, and ain't trade the truth. Well, no, trade the truth is another rapper. But anyway, uh, that's when the South.com was popping. Yeah, all that stuff. Ain't the South.com no more. But what did, what did it become? What Rapzilla? Or oh, it just got accumulated by Rapzilla? Or what was it? The buzz? It, it became it. It became Jam the Hype. Jam the hype, that, but, uh, yeah, that's what it was. But anyway, uh, hope I'm correct. If I'm not, don't leave me any rude comments. Well, don't leave Gerard any rude comments talking about this dude sounds like an imbecile. He couldn't even get it right. But anyway, Scott Free was hosting the event. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so but what had happened was I don't know who I don't know if it was a dude or a female, but somebody called us out, or either I don't think they called us out in front of everybody, or they just said it. But it was kind of like. It was like it was really weird. I just remember somebody was like, "You guys are different," because it was dealing with our heart posture. And it, what somebody said was, "When you said something, it was something like when you guys like when you guys ministers like the Holy Spirit is with you." Or something. Did they say? Do you remember that? I don't. But you remember, I was kind of mingling and stuff oh. too so well, I don't know who told me that it might have been one of our friends but or somebody but for, I feel like it was somebody I didn't know but they noticed it and was like yo when you guys minister you guys are bringing something different and I was like mm-hmm. and it, but they were talking about the Holy Spirit they was like we we can tell that you are anointed now here's the scary part with that if you can tell mm-hmm. that we carry something different than these other artists carry what does that say about the other artists one, that doesn't mean that they're in yeah. sin. It doesn't mean that. People are just mm-hmm. looking solely at their gift and their talent and the sound and how to get out of them hype. Right? Mm-hmm. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yeah, turn up, turn up. Nah. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Yeah, turn up, turn up. Right? But we still need to ah, give you dude. meat. We still need to give you substance. We still, in some shape, form, or fashion, want to introduce you to the things of God, to the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. Right, yeah. our music right. we 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 introduced that stuff, but it was just uh, again it was like uh, not saying that we were ahead of our time in that case. We were just trying to. It was based on the stuff that we were being fed at our local church, mm-hmm. right? Because some of those people yeah. that were up there, you you I, I know you can recall these. Some of the people that were up there wasn't getting discipled. 
didn't actually know they were. And, yeah. and even in CHH, it was a lot of artists that were like that, and they said it. I ain't nobody disciple yeah, me, you know. Yeah. I'm like, bro, y'all really bold about not being disciple. <laughs> so that means that there's no yeah. growth and there's no maturity and there's no hunger for the things of God. That means that you're making this music and you're talking about Jesus, but you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I, man, you got to make me say some stuff. No, I got it, man. That's what, no, no, no. But that's what that's what we're here for. It's called thirty and up for a reason. And I'm thinking about far as like a, a maturity perspective, far as like our personal growth, our spiritual growth, even as an artist in the faith. That that form of growth, like that's what is that's what I'm talking about, man. I, I, uh, okay, I'm gonna say it. It's like a lot of this. I'm older, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a gap with the young and older generation. I understand that. But I understand, you know, so-called we can have songs without no substance all the time. We call those fun songs. And you can just have cool songs. You can have the preachy songs or whatnot, which is cool. But just kind of like what you said, you a lot of music, Christian music these days, there's no anointing in it. There's no Holy Ghost in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just going to kind of go on and say this. It's, you know, this is going to anger people. I don't care. Like I said, I could be petty. But it's just like, there's a difference. Like, preaching... You know, a message and preaching under anointing of the Holy Ghost. Anybody can take speech classes and public speaking classes and put together a sermon. You know, we right. see it nowadays. There's a lot of famous preachers, you know, they're not anointed. You know, God can use them, but they're not anointed. They just went to seminary, they study and and I I kind of hate to say this. It's just like, I bet you a lot of them don't even have the Holy Spirit. They might have just had an encounter with God, you know, which is cool. But I bet you a lot of them don't even have the Holy Ghost and think that they do. And some of them probably don't. But anyway, anybody can put together a good message. Anybody can speak. But there's a difference in a person that can do stuff and a person that's called to do stuff. And then, you know, if you're called and you got the Holy Spirit, you know, anointing of God, there's a difference. And just a lot of music nowadays, you know, it's good music. You know, it's cool to listen to. It's it's nice and clean. Mm-hmm. Cool. The content, cool, you know, clean, kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. But there's no Holy Ghost behind it. Right. It's a lot of music. I'm not going to say all of it, but there's a lot of music being produced by Christian rappers that's not anointed. Well, you might be like, well, he's preaching a message. Well, just like I said, anybody can put together a message. Anybody can talk about Jesus. I'll say this. Even people sinning talks about Jesus. They talk about how... They talk about, don't judge me. I have a relationship with God. Jesus is good. Anybody can get spiritual on a Sunday. Anybody can go to church and hear the word and then go out to eat with their family. But, you know, are you changed? 
is the Holy Spirit working in you. I mean, if he's struggling, that's a different case. But are you anointed? Are you called of God? And you just, there's a lot of music like that. And yeah, I'll be real with you. I have, you might be like, well, Pat, you be saying a lot of punchlines and you be having these songs with not a lot of substance and stuff in it. Yeah, I do. It's cool, you know. I like doing stuff like that, but I also got serious stuff with a lot of me. And I'm not preaching all my music I used to be. And somebody probably gonna be like, well, you you know, you ain't preaching a lot of da 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 da. It's just, you know, I'm not in that preachy state anymore. Right. I, you know, you know, and I pray before I write and this or that. Yeah, if I get a preachy song, cool. Yeah. But I'm just not in the preaching this it's anymore. Not good for me. And uh-huh. there's nothing wrong with it if you are. And I'm going to say this to the listeners don't judge a person good because evening. they're not preaching. Hold on, hold on, bro. My bad. Yeah. I was on my yeah. phone. Say, say it again because I'm going to have to edit that. <laughs> no. Nah. I was just saying, uh, you can't don't judge people because they're not preaching their music and in their content. I mean, the song, you know what I'm saying? But point I'm trying to make is a lot of the Christian music now, especially Christian hip hop, mm-hmm. it's just clean music, and it's like there's some artists you can feel something behind their song mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. if it even if the content is not preachy even if the content you know is just milky or whatnot it don't have to be deep you right. can still feel the spirit in the songs and like i said there's just a lot of clean music in the christian you know hip-hop community mm-hmm. but there's no anointing behind it right it's, and it, what's what's gonna what how is this music gonna break things off of people yeah and, I, and i'm gonna say this too there's times i learned this back in 2008 i think i was at this bible study and this pastor his name is brad custard he uh, pastors a church in Kentucky somewhere. Mm. Of course, I'm in Kentucky. He said this, when you deal with sinners and people that are not saved and people that don't get your ways, he's like, you have to break stuff down to them in a way that they understand. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, uh, don't fornicate. Right. You can't always tell unsaved people that you know it's not good to have sex before marriage Mm -hmm. because of the bible Mm -hmm. they're not gonna get that so you gotta break it down to them in a way that they understand Mm -hmm. like for example some dude might come up to me yo man you ought to tap it you ought to hit that chick and i just be like man i'm trying not to do that stuff or i don't do that stuff because if I start hitting it, you know, she's going to get emotionally attached. Right. And then, you know, it's going to cause issues. That's just, that's a bad example, sort of, kind of. Well, nah, not a bad example, nah. but... Like, he gets it, because he, he... But I would say this, they get it, because they're saying, yo, hit that. 
because you know guys we like men saved or not we'll say man i'm gonna I'm hit that and she gonna be hooked on me i don't want yeah. her to get hooked on me that, i don't want her like that but you know but you know what i'm also saying you won't get spiritual about it mm-hmm. i'm saying no i don't want to hit that because it's gonna be a soul tie so yeah she's gonna be hooked some type yeah, of yeah, yeah 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 but when you were saying like in reference to breaking it down to people that that may not be saved that's the best way to say it so you said what you needed to say without being mm-hmm. so deep like oh i'm gonna call the soul tie and i'm gonna distance like what's a soul tie they ain't trying to hit it. Yeah. I don't. I don't want her to get sprung. She's gonna be sprung if I. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's gonna be really, and I, I don't. I don't even want to have a relationship with her. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like and that, that. And that. And that's another example too. I want to give like, you might somebody might be listening. You might have an opportunity to mess with a married person, hmm. and your friends or somebody might be like, "Yo, man, you ought to just tap that man. That husband won't find out." You can just be like, nah, I'm not going to cap that because if her husband finds out, he's going to kill me. Well, no, she can find out. Plus, you know what I'm saying? If I mess with that, she might get hooked and then I have to be dealing with another problem. Mm-hmm. You see, one, in Proverbs, it talks about if you mess with a married woman and her husband finds out, he's not going to easily forgive you, yep. but he's going to want to kill you. Yep. you know, so that scripture right there and then I'm talking about hook. That's a soul tie. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so what if you tap that and then she wants to leave her husband for you? You gonna have to deal with a mess. Right, because you gonna try to Yeah, you gonna have to try to convince her don't leave her husband. <laughs> but if you hey, but if you give it let's just be real, this you, is called thirty and up, yeah. something like that. And if you give it to her better than a husband, it's gonna be hard to give it. You know what I'm saying? It's right. hard to get rid of it. Right. So we we just gonna keep it real. You yeah, know I ain't. Uh, I mean, you you, yeah. you 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 know what I dealt with before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ain't gonna say no names. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> right, but if you get if you give it to a better than her husband, especially if you treat her better. Yeah. She gonna want to leave her husband for you. Yeah. Or it might be. You, you know what I'm saying? It might be the other way around, you know, depending on what gender you are. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's going to cause problems if you hit that. Yep. And then, you know, some people get guilty and tell their spouses. Mm-hmm. So where she's like, okay, you know, I ain't going to say nothing. Well, for her and a man get mad. She'll be like, well, that's okay. That's why I cheated on you with him anyway. Yeah. Or what she gets to feeling guilty talking about. <laughs> she be crying in the living room at two o'clock in the morning, and her husband be like, "Yo, baby, what's wrong? <laughs> I cheated on you." <laughs> and he gonna be like, "With who?" And he gonna say your name. We gonna pretend your name is Butch. She gonna be like, "With Butch? Who is Butch? I'ma get my shotgun. I'ma kill you, Heffa, and him, Heffa." Yeah. Uh, you know, you just well. Yeah. I, I think I went overboard, but what I'm saying is, you can break stuff down to people to where they can understand. Especially, you know, if they're not saved or if they're carnal Christians. Because our purpose is, as Christians, you want to be able to relate to the world, not be in the world, mm-hmm. but you want to. Basically, if you want to minister to the world, 
you to whoever you're called to minister to, and I said it like that for a reason. Everybody's not called to minister to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe we're assigned to different people. Yeah. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is you got to be able to relate to whoever you're called to minister to. Mm-hmm. And you got to gotta be able to break the word down in a way that they can understand. And scripture talks about study to, sh- to show yourself approved. Yep. I hope I said it right. I'm paraphrasing. If I'm not, forgive me. Yeah. Charge it to the head, not the heart. Yeah. But anyway, uh, you got to study to show yourself approved. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to get in the word and all that. And you don't have to be no theologian, but you, you just have to get in the word. Well, let me ask you. Anyway. Let me ask you a question, because like, because you were kind of um, like you were kind of segueing into it, but mm-hmm. how is it being <laughs> a single man? Because like most of the, most of my uh, podcasts, I've been outside of like my other homeboys that are single, but as an artist, as a Christian mm-hmm. artist, as oh, and he plays the drums too, and he actually produces. I forgot to say that, right? Pat, mm-hmm. Pat, he 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 produces. He plays the drums as well. Right. And uh, his father was a, is, a, is a drummer, professional drummer. So I figured I'd throw that out there. He ain't no random, <laughs> random dude. Like, yo, like the dude is like really, really the, legit. So, but in any case, as a, as a, as a single man in a faith, being an artist, um, how far as like dealing with your singlehood d- d- during the single, uh, during the season of, of being single, how, how is that? for you in, in reference for as like, far as your growth or what have you seen with other people or mm-hmm. shoot what did you see with me you saw me struggle bro <laughs> you saw me get yeah. you saw me married I was I was actually straight when I was married but it was like as soon as I got mm-hmm. divorced I was actually really depressed I think you saw that but like as far as like mm-hmm. yourself what did you see with other people mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying man I'm gonna have to be transparent I hope my mom and daddy don't hear this. Hey, they're going to be trying to whoop me and all that. And I hope somebody don't hear this. Go back and tell my parents, even though I'm 30 something. Now, uh, I'm just going to be straight up and transparent with y'all to a certain degree. I mean, I miss the market times, you know, because especially, you know, if you're not guarding and protecting yourself spiritually, you can fall. And there's been times, you know, I fail. You know, I repented. God forgives me. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. as an artist and as a drummer at your church, and I'm not saying I was playing the drums doing it, and I, I'm not saying that or anything like that, but, you know, I ain't going in my business like that. But anyway, <laughs> as an artist and as being a drummer in the church, you know, once you repent of something, God forgives you. Right. But people that find out dirt about you, they do not forgive you. So, you know, like I said, there's been times I slipped up and done the nasty, nasty, and all that good stuff. And but uh, it ain't good stuff. But anyway, yeah. There's been times I slipped up. I mean, it feels good, sin feels good, but, you know, it's only for a season, and then it comes back to get you if you don't repent. I'd throw that disclaimer out there. But God forgives you, but people do not forgive you. Mm-hmm. So now, 
I have to deal with the consequence of the past. You know, God is not a condemner. God just convicts you so you can get it right. Mm -hmm. But I have to deal with the past of what if I have to minister to this person I messed around with in the past? Right. And they know me as Pack the Innovator or the Drummer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or they come to my church. You know, even though it's a different time, a different season, they come to the church I'm playing drums at now. They'll be like, oh, I slept with that dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they might be thinking that in their mind. Yeah, yeah. Or they might or they might be thinking that or they might be telling people that. They might be thinking it or telling people that, oh, I slept with that dude. And you know, people get to hearing that. It's gonna be, oh, he slept with so and so. Mm -hmm. A lot of them they gonna be looking at you slept with so and so in the past. They gonna be looking at Oh, he slept around. He playing the drums. Oh, he rapping. Or what if I go rap somewhere and I, the person I messed around with in the past shows up there at the event? Yeah. That's a tough thing to deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been there before. I'm speaking for experience. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. She might think I'm a hypocrite. Or what if you one of those persons that's listening that posts this Bible scripture on Facebook and all these Christian memes and Christian posts. But yeah, you know, you messed around with somebody. Yo, so I mean it could it could hold on. It could be a struggle, mm -hmm. but you know, my point I'm trying to make is everybody ain't gonna see it as a struggle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. People gonna look at it like, oh, so you was doing this while you was doing that. Right. So, I, you know, what kind of helps me to do better in the area is, you know, scripture is in the Old Testament. It talks about, I, it might be Ecclesiastics, I'm not, I'm not certain, but it talks about having a good name. Mm. You know, it talks about the benefits of a good name. I can't exactly quote the scripture like right now. For some yeah, it talks about to try to have a good name. And then scripture talks about the qualifications of a bishop. You know, it's to be, it's to be blameless. It is Proverbs. Yeah. And then, you know, in the New Testament, it's the qualifications of a bishop is being blameless. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing that too. I mean, it doesn't mean perfect, but what I'm trying to say is you got to try to, if you want to have some type of platform, I mean, some people want to forgive you, some people ain't, but you're going to have to try to keep a clean name and a clear name. And, you know, and if you're doing stuff in secret, you know, God deals with us about our secret life and he wants us to get it together. Mm hmm but there's a time where God will allow us to, you know, get caught in our sin because we're not dealing with that in secret. Right. He allows us to get caught in our stuff so we can get it right because he doesn't want our stuff to take us to hell. And some people might be like, oh, you said hell. You know, that's a taboo word and da-da-da. Oh, you being judgmental? No, I mean, hell is real, man. Mm -hmm. You know? People die and go to hell every day. I mean, people, I'm going to say this. There's people at your church 
you know, that went to church every service mm-hmm. that some died and went to hell. Yep. Well, I couldn't see that. I mean, you can't see it because you can't always see a person's heart, but God knows exactly. a person's heart. But anyway, exactly. what you going to say? Now? Oh, no. Well, I, what I, you going to say? I forgot now, but scripture is uh, Proverbs. And uh, it's saying, mm-hmm. it's Proverbs chapter 22, uh, verse 1, and it's in the King James Version. It says, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Oh, that's what I was going to say. There's a chick that I dated that is still Facebook friends with you. She's still Facebook friends with, like, family members. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. And so, but like, hey, I, mean, I, 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 I tell you what, y'all PayPal me five dollars. <laughs> Our viewers, I will send you a screenshot of her pro, uh, Why would Facebook you do that? profile. Why would you do that? Hey, you can you can send up friend requests, and you can talk about, hey, girl, what's up, girl? I heard you done this and that, girl. Da da. Nah, I'm just what is wrong with you? See, this is the pack that I know. <laughs> this is the pack I know. <laughs> so. But I was like, yo, I remember one of my cousins, she was like, yo, why is this chick still friends with me? I'm like, why are you still friends with her? Delete her off Facebook. Yeah. And then it went from, why'd you date her? I'm like, what they got to do with her adding you? She chose to add you. You added her back. That ain't got nothing to do with me at this point. But I thought about that. And I was like, even though her and I didn't have sex, we did a lot of questionable compromising things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and the fact that i i thought about that because i remember i saw something and i was like yo these are current people that i know why is she adding this person that I, and, I, and it may be just coincidence but i still think like even though i repented for my sin right and that was like mm-hmm. like eight over eight years ago right eight nine years ago but like for some mm-hmm. reason she sticks up in my head for some reason like yo if something pops off, what is she gonna do? If I don't know why, like I question that in my head. So like in my book, I snitch on myself. In my videos, I'm telling on myself. This is the stuff that I did. I did some compromise, uh, some compromising things, and I had to repent. You know what I'm saying? So in mm-hmm. case somebody for some reason, I don't know why I think like that, but in case somebody is like, well, you did this. Yeah, you right. And I told on myself, your point is what? But you got people that will like use that against you. And, and, and in some shape, form or fashion, I would argue and say that that's like a form of condemnation, especially after you like repented for that stuff. But then you got the enemy that will bring that stuff back up or use somebody to bring that stuff back up. Or even if you're ministering and that person is there and you repented for it, that can still bring some try to bring some form of condemnation to try to hinder you from ministering. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, which but, is the devil? Which is the? Well, I'm gonna say this. Uh, I'm gonna get a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, deep with y'all. I mean, everything against the devil. The devil is an omnipresent. Sometimes mm-hmm, it's the mm-hmm. spirit too. Yeah. But anyway, that's the demonic kingdom using that person. Yeah. You know, and oh, whether they realize it or not. So. Yeah. Somebody might be like. Oh, you trying to be deep and da da da. I mean, that's the truth. The devil ain't omnipresent. You know, he's got his spirits to do stuff too. But I mean, God is omnipresent. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, the demonic kingdom spirits, and you might, okay, some of y'all might be like, why is he talking about spirits and this and that? Oh, he's crazy. I mean, you know, spirits are fallen angels. You know, there's angels, there's fallen angels. You know. 
there's a whole nother world on out there, a whole nother dimension out there. Mm-hmm. You know, heaven and hell dimension, spiritual world. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. So that's, but no, yeah, you're going to get super deep. I'm going to have to hit you up again so we can do another podcast about that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and cut it short because it's, yeah, it's over an hour now. But let me, let me ask you this. As far as anybody listening, what is something you want to leave with them in reference to the topic, the uh, the title of this of this episode, Thirty and Up? What is it that you want to leave with them? If, whether it's something spiritual or physical speaking or anything that you've learned that you want to like impart to them, what what would you what would you like to say before we close? Mm-hmm. What would I like to say? Like far as like closing statements. Or what would you like to leave with them? Well, I'm going to do something a little different. I don't know if you do this or not. I'm going to do something a little different. How about I just pray for some people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, Father God, um, whoever's dealing with any type of depression, suicidal thoughts, or harming themselves, I'm asking you, Lord Father God, and I speak uh, deliverance to them, Lord Father God, and Lord Father God, I speak healing of the mind. I come against depression in the name of Jesus Christ, and the person that's dealing with the spirit of fear, I come against that in Jesus' name, and again, I come against suicidal thoughts, whoever's listening to this, if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, I come against that in Jesus' name, and I speak healing of the mind as well, and uh, in Jesus' name, give them the tactics that they need to succeed and to overcome them, those things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Well, Father God, help us to be comfortable with who you are, with who you made us to be, even if it's deep, even if it's preachy or not. Help us to be comfortable with who you created, who you created us to be, Lord Father God, and grow us and mature us and I speak blessings, I speak peace and prosperity to the listeners of this podcast in Jesus name I pray, amen amen, alright that's good man Pac, hey I really appreciate you hopping on man, uh, thank you for sharing your, your experiences uh, your thought process about things and uh, I'm really looking forward I already told you behind closed doors on the phone that I'm looking forward to this project coming out I'm personally excited about this single coming out, I'm like super geek. You ain't gonna tell them anything. You ain't gonna tell them what you're doing with the single. You ain't gonna even tell them mm-hmm. that. Why not? Nah. Well, strip. Well, I'm gonna be deep. I'm gonna be petty and use the Bible. Oh my goodness. But uh, Bible says, "Don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing." Well, well the reason I'm saying the reason I'm saying that is, uh, I was joking about being petty, but the reason I'm saying that is. I'm still kind of working out some things right now. And I don't want to look like a liar saying I'm about to do this and say I'm about to do that and then I just don't do it. And people go look at you like you're a fool, like you lying or something like that. So there's some things I have set in motion right now, but I want to be quiet about those things. Yeah, I have a single coming out. Yeah, I have that. But there are some other directions I'm going to go about, you know, releasing that. So when that is made clear, I don't want to say too much. Okay. And, so yeah. it's just going to. Plus, I, I, 
And plus, I don't actually know when you're going to air this podcast. So uh, I it's gonna be sometime. Like, it's gonna be sometime like today, tomorrow. Oh no, nah, so I can't say too much. Right now. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, All right. That's one of those type things. But yeah, just know that 2020, I got some things in the process. I got some plans and I got some goals. Amen. And so I feel like this is my year and I'm going to make the best of it. All right. But so, well, can yeah. you give us some, some bars from an old song or something? Just like spit something. And that's what I usually do with Faith and Bars, with my, with my Faith and Bars episode. I ask somebody, I usually do it at the very beginning, but you already pray, you close out, but can you just give us some something, something with some dope punchlines, man? Okay. Whew. I try to stay humble from battling these dumb, dumb rappers like Royal Rumble. Can't understand these new age rappers, they all mumble. Tell that chopper, hit them up when they run, they all stumble. You okay with gunplay, but don't play. You spray like bus spray, you end up like OJ or the K from spray of a spit of an AK. Cause a bullet touch skin like a bottle of Olay. Hey, watch chilling with your dogs, poodles. Beef with how your brains up on the walls, noodles. Some like to think they all that. It's boo. Tell their bodies end up in the lake. Fish food. <laughs> That's why the street need the gospel. Let them know there's a purpose for air up in their nostrils. I'm trying to get you high, no Mary Jane for the last five heartbeats. Eddie Kane. <laughs> so y'all, so y'all that listen, y'all gotta like. This is something that I noticed with Pat. His his punchlines is like when you first hear, it, you're like, okay, and then when you listen to it again, you're like, hold up, you gotta like. You gotta think, and it's funny because it's happened to me a few times like over the years. I listen, I'm like, hold up, he just, oh, that just went over my head. So we'll catch like we'll catch the fish food part, but we won't catch something like the poodles part. Like, why would you, out of all your dogs, you mention poodles? It's like, what's a poodle gonna do? Right? You know what I'm saying? But you, you think you hard, but you actually really this little cute, sweet. Poodle, it was like, boy, it going somewhere. But you want to act all tough and, when you're around your people. But in reality, light skinned Negroes too. Hey, come <laughs> on, man. Hey, come on. <laughs> y'all light skinned, y'all light skinned Negroes, and y'all pee sitting there, and y'all leave pee on toilet seat. Nah, I'm joking. Oh my I think God. I'm going a little bit too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, man. Hey, no, for real though. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for being uh, sensitive to the Holy Spirit as well, man. As, I mean, as usual, that's, I'm not surprised by that. But thank you so much for doing that, man. Uh, thank you for being my friend. I'm saying this publicly, but thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my best friend. Um, thank you for being one of the brothers that actually um, challenged me in my, in my walk while I was married, after I got divorced. You know what I'm saying? Even moving down here to, to Texas, you you still would like hit me. I gotta work on hitting you up, but thank you for hitting me up and always checking on me, man. Like I, I do appreciate I, that, man. I, that that means a lot. I'm, I'm gonna say this too. I, I appreciate <laughs> you too. You know, I, I appreciate you too, man. I mean, you've been there for me through some of the toughest times in my life. You gave me some wisdom, uh, just an open ear, and so you know. You said I was there for you, you there for me too, so I right. appreciate that too. All right, all right, y'all. Well, thank you guys for checking out this podcast. This is the supposed to be different podcast. Of course, this is episode thirty. 
This is a Faith and Bars episode. In this particular episode, I'm calling it 30 and Up featuring Pac the Innovator. All right, peace, y'all.